0: Turkey sound. Turkey sound. Turkey one two turkey. Turkey. Turkey, turkey. one two turkey. Bass. Bass 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 turkey
1: turkey. Oh man, we're like a dubstep group now. Dub turk. <laughs> we could be the the, the purple man group. Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, Episode 240. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today, we're going to kick off the Arcus of Stripes Haven. Now, hit our theme song. Hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We got a. Exceptionally interesting deck to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We have some stories to tell, mm-hmm. some people to thank, mm-hmm. some adventures to go on. But before we do any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. I've got all of my Commandy decks ordered.
0: I ordered mm-hmm. all five. CCO Fusion 5 promo code saved me a bunch of m- monies, Ooh. a bunch of currency points, Nice. Yeah. So they're all coming, and, uh, I'm gonna crack them. Gonna paint some of them. Gonna keep some of them. Gonna build some cards. I ordered a couple singles. Ordered a couple fucking super packs. Oh shit. Yeah. So uh. it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good ass time. And I'm contemplating. What do you think? Buying a regular set booster box. A for the stinky onion bag. Sure. So people can win those packs. Meh. To crack some. Open flippy some. Man. Yeah, yep. and uh, yep. to try and pull some some dragons approaches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I only need about
0: thirty five.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> at least it's a common, right? It is a common, yeah, And a common. and we've got it up on our screen because why? It's it's in the deck. It is the gimmick of our Plarg Dean of Chaos slash the other side of the card that we're not going to play. Yeah, deck. Plarg. Plorg. I just like saying I feel like mean don't we know a Mr. Plarg?
0: Mr. Plurg. Mr. Plorg, yeah. He was in he was in Attractable, Nate Burgess. Yeah. And I totally stomped him. Remember he was playing Cormus Bell and Make All Your Lands into yeah. Swamps and then Wrath the Board dot deck? Yeah, his Wrathing the Board is what kicked off
1: the play that resulted in you becoming the scumbag of scumbags.
0: Yes, the scum scumbag nation. Yeah.
1: yeah. Man, that's the slums of CCO. If anybody ever thought that we were going to challenge everybody to a game and then not win it, they obviously <laughs> haven't been to the nation before.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now, speaking of the nation, this deck, today's deck, submitted to the preferred decklist channel on our Discord by a one Mr. D-Jack. That is Daniel Jackson. And what what did you
1: call the deck? It's, it's a... Wait... Djack did this? Yes. So why is he Jimmy Sloan on Architect? I don't know. He's... I spent all night last night trying to figure out who the fuck Jimmy Sloan was. <laughs> I bar- I didn't even read the deck until this morning.
0: He's just searching the internet. I'm just
1: trying to find out who Jimmy You're Sloan like, is. Who's
0: Mr. Plurk? Who's Jimmy Sloan? It, not, Is this real life? Who who are we even talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I didn't even know what the deck did until like you you text me saying I'm on my way. I'd be there in 20 minutes. I was like, ah shit, I better run what's going Ah shit, yes.
0: Yeah, so Brando gets in the car. So you know this deck, it can't cast the white cards in it. I was like, uh... No, 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 it's, it's a white deck. <laughs> You're like, no, there's no white cards in it. <laughs> there's no white there's no mana white in it. It's, it's a thing. So we don't think that the deck is 100% complete, as most decks that are submitted in the various CCO Discord channels are. And they're they're looking for advice. They're looking for, like, what do I add? What do I cut?
1: But boy, howdy, do we have it. Well, I, I got a couple of additions that are or, very, they're blatantly obvious, but also pretty good, I think, in a deck like this. Yeah, so... I think
0: for the most part, the deck just is missing its mana base. And then after we add, like, there's 36 mountains. If we cut that in half and then fill the rest up with planes, Uh, or just five or six planes, that would be enough. Mm -hmm. And then we could play this deck. So we wanted to feature it. It's Dragon's Approach. Plarg. So why don't you give Plarg a read, we'll give Dragon's Approach a read, and then we'll talk about fucking everything else like we always do. We're going to
1: read Dragon's Approach later when we get to it in the deck. i going to tease everybody with that shit, but Plarg, <laughs> Dean of Chaos, <laughs> is a... They already know what it does. They do, okay. but bear with me here, okay? No. It's Maybe somebody is listening to the show for the first time. This is Ooh. their very first introduction to Magic the Gathering deck-building jank-ass mother-ass podcast. We got a mother-ass out of Brando! First time for everything.
0: First time uh, in the ass. And
1: First time for everything. We started talking about different things really fast. Yeah, we don't, how about Plargan? We don't kink shame in the nation. 2-2 two, two for red 1. Tap. Discard a card. Colon. Draw a card. First time in the colon. There we go. Red 4 tap. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-legendary, non-land card with converted mana cost three or less. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Put all revealed cards this on the bottom of your library in a random order. So you can pay five tap. yep,
0: And then you reveal down to what's probably going to be a card draw spell or a
1: dragon's approach, and you can cast it for free. Yes. Neat. No. Here's my question. I have a question about this. Totally off the subject of the deck, but still valid, I think. Mm -hmm. What is the red slash white? Three or less cost legendary creature that's going to blow the fucking game so far over the line that you are willing to build a deck that only possesses one card that's legendary and casting cost three or less that you can get for free with this guy. (laughs) That you're willing to not even play fucking ramp so that you can just power out to seven mana to get your three or less drop legendary white and red creature. Why does it say non-legendary? Thing? What is the what is the point of the caveat in that deck? What is the point? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just it's some extra words that's, on an already That's word white card. and red. Like what are you Oh, I got a EC Maru Hound of Konda for free. Watch out. There's probably there's
0: probably some control cards that that they just want to maybe avoid. Are they legendary?
1: I no, not Bet you they're not. You can definitely get a winter orb off of that.
0: You right. can't get a winter orb. Why not? Because it's you. You can't
1: cast artifacts with it. Reveal a non-legendary non-land card. Oh yeah, you can get a winter orb off it. Pew mm-hmm. pew pew pew. Yeah, you can get all <laughs> kinds of dirtbag <laughs> shit off it. Like what? Why? Why specify non-legendary? Maybe that's a standard thing. I don't know. It. I think it is a little bit standard. When you think of like, um Maybe it's you know, a cast, wood, woodland belower or to Uro. <laughs> Now Uro's banned. Yeah, that could be a thing. Nice band. Th- yeah,
0: that's right. But yeah. that is that that's an actual good example of in standard why they would not want a legendary <laughs> because there are three drop planeswalkers in standard. Oh, that yeah. That could be a thing. Remember that standard format that like they pretend that like the masses still play? Yeah. Yeah, only yeah. on arena. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Yes you mentioned dirt bags a couple couple seconds ago. Yeah, there's a couple of them on your screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. Very much so and you should be. And welcome to the new subs. And if you're not sub fucking sub Agreed. Yeah, there's no reason not to. It's really easy. You just click the button. Now yeah. speaking of dirt bags we got a couple new dirt bags in the nation. Oh shit! Yeah, a couple returners, a couple increasers. Now that they're either um, back on their feet, back in the job
1: seat, if you will. What's more exciting than them being back here is that they're back on their feet. Yeah, very much so. Light at the end of the tunnel type scenario. Hell yeah! Okay, so
0: Patreon.com/slash/ccopodcast get you your your CCO nickname. Hey, hey and hey. and we have a local that increased his pledge again Uh and i said we'd thank him and he's like oh i don't even remember my nickname and i was like oh boy howdy we'll remind (laughs) you (laughs) so first nickname thank you and f you callum brown (laughs) star how did he forget that if you're the brown star how can you forget that's a butthole Yes, that's mm-hmm. like pseudo celebrity Lucifer Morningstar's kind of sort of half brother, <laughs> Brown Star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, he's well, he's the one that guards the back door to hell. Got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I do like that very much. So, and I think that he'll appreciate that exact reference, which is great. Which is great. Next one. Ne- next one. Returner. Welcome back to Deezer Irons. Deez oh, I Deez here. Irons. Yeah, I remember that guy. Deez nuts. Irons. I like that too. Iron nut Deezer.
1: I like I Deez like- here nuts. That was my. That's the one that I like. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Very much so. Welcome back. Well, I did. I didn't send you a message because I knew that we were gonna thank you like today. Yeah. So. Thank you. Thank you. And also. F you. Yeah. Very much so. Mm-hmm you're gonna love this oh you might have seen the notification i love things that i love new patron byron calver yeah the, you never heard that name for a oh. long time i legitimately surprised brando there wow yes I, byron that's cool brando. he's our local judge and like yes. MTG. and then he beat Guru. it to, to toronto or whatever because he was getting a new job and we were all sad and stuff because we never got to play edh because he never fucking plays edh yeah, that's all those things are true. So I messaged him now. I said, "Hey, are you back? Like next time you're back after COVID, you like we'll we'll, we'll jam at the at the lane. We'll go
1: for drinks after." Yeah, yeah. Is so, he back? I don't know. He didn't answer me. Oh, I Sucking hope he does. That'd be cool. He's like a a puzzle guru. He's like yeah, dude you that know, does Sudoku puzzles real fast, and he can do those like other number that shape things that I don't even understand looking at them. Yep, they're like quadratic. And he just does them real fast competitively. It's crazy. Yeah. He went to like China and stuff to do puzzle games and shit. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's his nickname, though?
0: Ooh. Ooh. Pylon cover. Pylon cover? Mm-hmm. Byron Calver's pylon cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay. Byron, thank you and F you. Very much so. Final one Christopher Maloney. I feel like there's a baloney jar. I was just gonna that. say it's like some kind of Italian baloney. Yeah. He's
1: smuggling salamis.
0: Oh yes. Christopher Salami smuggler. Yeah. Baloney but only where it counts.
1: There it is. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's like super big around and like three inches long.
0: Yes, much, much <laughs> wider than it is long. Yes. 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 Christopher <laughs> Bologna. <laughs> Welcome. <Yes. laughs> Christopher
1: Bologna pony. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or oh, the baloney pony. Do
1: not Google that. No no no. no, 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 no.
0: I don't know why anybody wants these nicknames, but here we are. Yep. It is where we have ended up. Welcome to the nation. Patreon.com slash CCO podcast. You can help the show and get a nickname. It's a win win, pretty much. Yeah. Now,
1: arc of Strong's Haven. Struck's Haven. St- yes. Yep. We're going to talk about things that are from that set. Do decks based on the. I think we both agreed they were fairly mediocre, but we were excited to see what other people were going to do with them, and we have got some submissions so far that are fantastic, and there's still time to get yours in if you're thinking about building something. Very much so. Mm-hmm. So you've got a couple options.
0: CommanderCook at a gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you can send a deck. Submissions there, we look at them all, even if we don't respond to all of them, and they usually are accompanied by a message, hey, we love the show, can you take a look at my deck? We always do Even if we don't get back to on the email. Next option is the preferred decklist channel on the Discord, which is a Patreon benefit. That's where this deck came from. And then if you don't have access to that channel, there's jank and competitive decklist channels there as well, which I do look at for decks or ideas sometimes. Mm. And I do post in the jank one when I'm
1: building a new deck. (laughs) And why would you pick the jank one, Ryan? Because I love jank.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... New arc means maybe there'll be some open-ing and flipping and drinking
1: Yes. Yes. hmm
0: And maybe some other kind of just little reviews, how do we feel type, just YouTube stuff. Yeah, that, lots
1: of YouTube content on the horizon, is what Ryan's trying to say.
0: Mm, yes, very yeah. much. Yeah. So, now, the deck, Plargue.
1: Meh. Before uh, that. Oh, yeah? Yep. You got it. We mentioned earlier... The special promo code CCOFusion5 gets you 5% off your entire order. Ooh, good idea. FusionGamingOnline.com. Made an order the other day to... Remember last week when I said I'm one card away from 100% complete foiling out my second deck? Yes. Not only is it my second almost 100% pure pimp deck... That's pretty good. It's also another mono-red deck (laughs) of my four (laughs) mono-red decks. Of course it is. That I am now on a quest... To all the way pimp out all four. So you're now, just
0: going to have like four foil versions of everything? Just in case you stop playing Commander, you can break your decks apart and have play sets? <laughs> <laughs>
1: the only deck that's common to all four is Chaos Warp. Oh, that's a good card. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think that's even pretty good based on like, I have four mono red decks and the only card that's in all of them is Chaos Warp.
0: I think that that's good. Yeah. That's in like, there's probably cards that you have three of, but not yeah. that fourth one Skull Clamp. Skullclamp, that's a good and card I too. Guess you play ranked, real dude. cards, dude? Like two. Do you Skullclamp a Chaos yeah, Warp? <laughs> remember,
1: but when I built all these decks, Red didn't draw cards. So you played Skullclamp or you ate shit. That was the way that yes. the decks worked. And that's still how they work because I'm too lazy to put in card draw spells. Ah, Because okay. they're less exciting than real spells. Now you're speaking my language. hmm Okay. So I, st- I made an order for a few of the little bits and pieces that I needed from Fusion. Very cool. They're in the mail. They're on their way. Very excited. But then I realized that there were some of these cards. Oh, my God. Oh. Like do you know how much do you know how much money a mana crypt is when it's foil? Mm. It's a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. So what and I have a foil one. Better opportunity to save your five percent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and I have one foil one and it's in Norin. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna cut it from Norrin. Oh. And put it in Muxus. So now I'm going through all these decks and I'm like cutting foils and now I have with like, scissors,
0: so you can still play them in two different decks. That's right. And you proxy the bottom half or top half of the card.
1: That's it, how you do it, right? It was amazing how well that worked. Actually, a little foil peel action. It works real good. Oh, good. Real, real slick. But I'm so I'm making all these cuts, and now I have like room to put new cards into Norrin. Ooh, I that's always to, a good feeling. Hey? I don't have to make cuts. I have three spots in Norrin. I haven't had three spots in Norrin since I built Norrin. That's amazing. I haven't had three spots in anything ever. <laughs> don't google that <laughs> so, but i'm i'm very excited and i am now down get this Ryan. what is it last week i was one card away from from one deck now 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 i'm nine cards away from fucking four decks <laughs> after i made the cuts <laughs> i was like if something's ex- i don't know if that's better or worse if something's expensive and hard to find i just cut it so I'll just put in something else. That's I'll a assume idea. they'll release something in Strixhaven that I'll want. I'm very excited about this project because it made my decks feel a little bit new again. New, yeah, yeah. new to me. And so now when I'm playing online, I get to play like a brand new deck, and I'm always looking for new cards. I'm super pumped. That is
0: that is yeah. exciting. That is exciting. I yeah. I have a similar kind of sentiment with with Dragon's approach, oh, like this bring deck. It back. Well, no, not 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 all the way back. Just a little bit. <laughs> no, just a little bit. We're on a detour still. I've got the Pramicon Petitioner's deck. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about combining Petitioner's and Dragon's Approach in one deck. You're still doing it? I scrapped that idea. I scrapped that idea because mm-hmm. I wanted the the Pramicon Petitioner's deck to do a thing. Right. And I wanted the Dragon's Approach deck to fill a certain role without being degenerately broken. Because the swing on Dragon's Approach decks, I've found, is very wide. You can have jank, crappy ones. like Like this one is a jank one. Yep. The one I'm building, I think, is going to be of a v- pretty reasonable power level. And then you can have, like, all the way mono-red, like, storm, bergy, infinite, fucking dragon's approach combo decks. Yeah. No, no, no. So I split it up. And I th- I think what you're talking about, for mono mono-red decks, they all do something different. It's important mm-hmm. to have varying power levels. And that was one of the reasons that I wanted to highlight this deck today. So D-Jack, Daniel, thanks for sending it in. I think that it exemplifies kind of the importance of having less powerful decks. Not bad decks. I don't think the deck is bad once you tweak the mana base. But just purposefully less powerful decks. Yeah. And you're, you're never going to make somebody feel bad. Here's the lesson of the day. For the newer players, the players playing in random pickup games, Yeah, man. you're never going to make a a pod feel bad if your deck is not powerful enough and if you find that you're not keeping up on a continuous basis you can always notch the power level up Mm -hmm. faster mana rocks more draw more rituals or tutors and as you kind of notch the deck up you'll find that you'll be able to compete and have fun at the same level the opposite is okay every tutor every ramp every zero drop fast as I can to try and win with my jank combo,
1: jank in air quotes for the non-YouTubers. Yeah, if you can make 10 mana on turn 2, it doesn't matter what your combo how jank your combo is.
0: It, and and yeah. then you then you stomp the table with your again, air quotes, jank combo and it leads to everybody feeling bad and then either a boogeymander commander situation like we talked about last month and you having to notch your power level back and convince your friends or convince people that it's not that deck. Mm, yeah. So, I like this scenario that we're highlighting
1: today. Agreed. That reminded me of a story I forgot to tell. I actually have a serendipitously... Wow. I don't even know if that's a real word. We're going to pretend it is. Pick pickup game that also harkens back to a conversation that I got into for like the sixth time on Twitter. <laughs> about t- Turgrid? Sure. Thoughts on Turgrid aside. Yes. Okay. Casual not casual, fun not fun. I was in a pickup game and somebody tried to play Turgrid mm. and then got salty when the table wouldn't let them. And the reason that we didn't want them to play this deck is because playing Turgrid on VDH doesn't fucking uh, work. Yes. So you can build it. Build it as build it for fun, build it to be competitive, fill it with pox effects. Don't let anybody tell you not to build the (laughs) decks that you want to play. But don't get salty when people don't want to play against them. But for Turgrid, lay off of it on VDH. Yeah. It just leads to people being bitter. And then this game that you get into that's supposed to be fun isn't fun because somebody's all surly and pissed off. Because we didn't want to wait for them to draw proxies of every single motherfucking card that we play. Yeah. Just a just a heads up and a pro tip from somebody who like we shouldn't have had to get into a fucking argument over that. Right? <laughs> it wasn't Chris Von Doom, was it? No, it was not Von Doom. Oh, uh, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it was, I would call him out of like Von Doom. <laughs> Von Doom? You're terrible. Quit being so doomy. I say that like every time I see him. It's like Von Doom, you're terrible.
0: Well, wow, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. We're going to announce uh, the winner of the, the Stinky Onion Pack now or at the end of the show and trying to
1: remember? We're going to do it right now because I forgot all morning until right now when you mentioned it. So okay. we'll definitely forget by the end of the show.
0: Winner from guessing, As- Asaki Sky Asunder? Oh
1: yeah, that card's I don't so even, shitty. I don't
0: even know if I said the name right, but the winner matter. from guessing last week is Dakota
1: Rummery. That sounds like a nickname.
0: Dakota Rummery.
1: That doesn't sound like a real name. But get at us at commandercookout at gmail.com. Include your name, address, that you won the pack, and we'll get something from the dirty, stinky onion bag off to your house. And may you open something that isn't complete shit. Yeah, we probably will, though. Yeah, it's it's a pack (laughs) coming from us. And like I say all the time, we get the bad boxes so that you don't have to. Very much so. Now, without further ado, we, we touched on the deck a little bit, the power level. Let's get to it right now. All right, Ryan. Let's start with the signature card of the deck. Sure. And the signature card of the deck is Dragon's Approach. D-Proach, if you will. So this is a sorcery for
0: red 2. Dragon's Approach deals 3 damage to each opponent. Each. Each opponent. I like so that. it's lightning bolt times 3 for lightning bolt times 3 mana cost. Sort of. Yeah. That checks out. It makes right? sense. Checks yep. out yep. In, a, the, in a red deck. The math is sound. Okay, then... You may exile Dragon's Approach and four other cards named Dragon's Approach from your graveyard. When you do, search your library for a dragon creature card and put it onto the battlefield. Dragon for free, but you got to spend 15 mana to get it. 15 mana and 5 cards. I'm down. I'm totally down. (laughs) When you put it that way, which I've never done before, it sounds fucking terrible. But I'm I'm still down. Now, the caveat is, hey Ryan and Brando, you guys are a bunch of idiots. You can't play five of a card and you can only play one in commandy. Well, let's read the last paragraph, Brando. The deck or a deck can have any number of cards named Dragon's Approach. Any number. Now, this is our first ever instance of any number of cards in your deck as a sorcery. And as a red card. Uh sort of. Yeah. I am going to count 7 dwarves. I'm going to uh, s- I'm okay. going to count 7 dwarves
1: as an any number. All right, that's fair.
0: Yeah. So, we I can, can... Was any number.
1: <laughs> I wish 7 dwarves was any number. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> well, in your your to- or your um your what's his name? Brutaclad. Brutaclad deck, it, technically it is. That's true. <laughs> now, because this is a sorcery, we can do things that we can't do with cards like 7 dwarves. Pati- per- persistent petitioners Rat Colony and Relentless Rats. Uh We can't copy that if we imprint it on something. We can't have two of them in our graveyard and copy it with a Pyromancer's Ascension. Because those cards are creatures. Right. This is a sorcery. Ooh. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all the little tricks and and stuff that we can do with this. We're going to talk about dealing damage Maybe a little bit. We can talk about combo because this is kind of just a really jank, not really go infinite <laughs> <laughs> combo type deck, and and we can start to demonstrate how this could be utilized to great effect. But before we do, before we do, maybe we'll look at some some card draw. How are we gonna find? How are we gonna refill? Now remember, Plarg five mana tap. We can draw a card, discard a card,
1: well, just tap. Draw a card, discard a card. Five mana tap. You can mill to a non-legendary, non-land, three mana or less thing.
0: Yes, yes. You can card draw on your commander, sort of. Well, yes. Yes. Stuff that we are playing in the deck matters if we have cards in our graveyard. Mm -hmm. So Plarg's discard is good. He's got tap, pay five for a dragon's approach, maybe, because we're playing 35 of them. Sorry, 34 of them. 34, 35. Yeah, once you kind of hit b- above 30, you've got like a... <laughs> it's a 1 in 3 chance, essentially. Or better. I'm not we're... math, but... Yeah, so we've got some draw. Some of it's pretty standard red stuff,
1: so give give it a read. We've got Wild Guess, Tormenting Voice, Renegade Tactics, Overmaster, Magmatic Insight, Crash Through, Cathartic Reunion are the... Most of those are some variation of Shitty Effect Draw Card, yep, or Discard, A Number of Cards... Draw between two and three cards.
0: Yeah. So the wild guests, the tormenting voice, and the cathartic reunion want us to discard. And we're going to want dragon's approaches in our graveyard Mm -hmm. so we can exile them and find a dragon. Right. So that facilitates the dragon's approach plan. And then we're playing a couple cards that care about them being in
1: our graveyard as well. It enables the dragon's approach approach. Uh. Oh, I'll 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 fire myself. Thank you. <laughs>
0: this is a DAA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, like Overmaster, that was the card we were talking about in the pre-show where it says the next instant or sorcery you cast can't be countered.
1: That's pretty cool, actually. That's a that's a good card, I think. Even I was sleeping on. Like I actually do have a foil and non-foil of this card in my life and I just n- never think to play it. Yep. Right? Never. Yep so you go you, four
0: dragons approaches in your graveyard you cast overmaster draw a card then you cast your fifth one it can't be countered because of overmaster and then you get your dragon faux show i dig it yeah that's a it's a it's a little insurance play right it, it just for one-man attacks you make your 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 you get a dragon
1: that can't be countered it's also got that cool art on it too i don't I, even know what that is i have no it looks like a mountain that's farting fire maybe and then there's like a like a little like a bag with a rock in it and there's like a little guide kinda down here. Maybe it's a cave with an ice wall in it and there like something shooting through the ice wall. I got an idea. Maybe that's a bird. I have no idea the more I talk about it the the less this picture makes sense.
0: This is a drinking game. This is the new CCO drinking game. Maybe maybe watch the YouTube channel for this. Ryan and Brando describe art cards poorly <laughs> and then drink if they can't guess the name of the card. <laughs> 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 Open Flippy, eat your heart out. Oh,
1: man. People would be dead.
0: So the point is we're going to discard. We're going to
1: draw. And those are important things for the deck to do. There's one last card in this section. Uh, important to note that the way the deck is currently constructed on Archidect, this card can't be played. Because there is no access to white mana. The card is Search for Glory. This is a new one from Kaldheim, which
0: is cool, because we just kind of finished the arc of Kaldheim. Sort of. Sure, yeah. Anyways, search your library for a Snow Permanent, or a Snow Permanent card, a Legendary card, or a Saga card. Reveal it and put it into your hand. If you...
1: You get a one life for each snow mana you spent to cast. Oh, card.
0: yeah, so you could get max value out of this card by playing all Snowlands. Yeah, we're playing no Snowlands.
1: Yeah, and that's why we think,
0: again, the mana base just isn't completed. So you play the Snowlands, you gain three life when you cast this, and you can search for one of three legendary cards that are in this deck. Do you want to do them now or do them when we get to We're them? We're gonna do two of them now
1: and do the last one later. Sure. First one, Torbrand, Thane of Redfell. Oh baby. Avoid Torbs. If something deals damage, it deals two more damage. Red things that we control.
0: Oh yeah, that's fucking all of our things. Yes. So now <laughs> now our dragons approaches deal five to each opponent. That's pretty good. That's really good. That's not a bad rate. That's that's fifteen damage for three mana?
1: That's Brando rate. <laughs> right, I didn't that... want to oversell it, all right? Come on. <laughs> What's another legend? In our cost reduction category, which is where we're going next. Oh, good, good, we, good seg of way. We got a Zerda the Dawn Waker. Yeah, not as a companion, but as a reg regular. When I was first reading the deck, it has 101 cards in it. And I initially thought that Zerda the Dawn Maker was supposed to be the companion and maybe our boy couldn't dj i couldn't just figure out how to make the companion thing a thing yeah but then i realized that the deck doesn't actually allow her as a companion because tor Brand doesn't have an activated ability yeah and so it doesn't work anyway but the point is we have a Zird of the Dawnmaker.
0: yeah and the companion is each permanent card you control needs to have an activated ability yes and uh, looking at the dragons now it's
1: like Oh, yeah, maybe that is a thing. Maybe that's why those dragons were chosen. Yeah, we can see that they're going for it, but then Torbran and the other legend... Oh, I guess the other legend. Yeah, Yeah, it does. does work, yeah. There's other
0: permanent cards that don't have activated abilities, though. Yes. So maybe... Okay, anyways, Zerda's in the deck because activated abilities that aren't mana abilities cost two less to activate. And you can pay one tap. Target creature can't be blocked this turn. I think that the target creature can't be blocked this turn is fine because we're playing some big, beefy boy dragons or girl dragons.
1: I'm assuming that that's only on there so that Zerta herself could be in the deck that she is the partner of. Yes, yes. In this deck, it's incidental
0: that we're playing big dragons and it does make Plarg's activated ability
1: cost less so we can get those free dragons approaches. yes. Next up, we have a card that I think we will cut for something else in Semblance Anvil.
0: Yeah, this is an imprint card, and we're playing a couple of these because we're playing an any-number sorcery card. Okay, so this is a three-drop artifact that you imprint, which means when it enters a battlefield, you may exile a non-land card from your hand. We would probably exile Dragon's Approach or a sorcery because spells you cast that share a type with the exiled card cost Two less to cast. Ooh! So now our dragons approaches that are dealing five cost
1: just red. You know what else? You know what would be just just better than mm- semblance. Annable? I know that you're not supposed to say just better, but that should be a thrumming stone because then stone. our then our dragons approaches that are doing five just probably win you the game. And right that,
0: there, that's when you that's when you kind of leave the realm of jank combo
1: into right. real combo. Right and. But here's the thing, game's got to end, Yep. and there isn't a tutor that's going to find a Thrumming Stone in this deck. That's right. So if you happen to draw a Thrumming Stone and resolve it, and then resolve a Dragon's Approach, there's still a decent chance that you could whiff, but there's a better chance that you're going to do, call it, let's say, 18 damage and put a dragon into play. Ooh. And that's fucking cool, man. It's not like the dragon's gonna win you the game and it comes into play. Yeah. And I think that the semblance anvil might like what are you are you gonna exile the dragon so your dragons cost less? Are you gonna make your dragons approaches cost one and then play the two that are in your hand? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think that you could just Play Thrumming Stone, and nobody's going to hold it against you.
0: I don't think that you cut Semblance Anvil. I think that we, we we find something else to cut. Okay. And I think dragons approach decks. I don't think they ought to have, like, 8 or 10 dragons. I think they only need, like, 3 or 4. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something that I've been thinking about and keeping my eye on when looking at decks. Like, how many dragons do you actually need? Like, how many how many of these spells do I need to resolve? How many, dra- how many times do I need to hit somebody with a dragon to just kill people, right? So yeah. let's keep looking at our cost reducers, though.
1: I love this card. Oh, man. And, and this is the first time we get to play it in Commandy. I'm so happy that it's finally made its debut in Commander Time Spiral Special Locket of Yesterday. Yes, I had to dig, dig, and fucking dig through my boxes to find one, but I found
0: one. and I have these. I have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spells you cast cost one less to cast for each card with the same name as that spell in your graveyard. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, man. I suppose you could cast rats and stuff off of that. You don't. But you don't. But you don't. You don't. Let's keep going. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. That that makes your activated abilities of things cost one. Less. One less, yeah. So, cool. Okay. Cloud Cloud Key. Cloud Key. When it enters a battlefield, you choose artifact, creature, enchantment, instant, or sorcery. Spells of the chosen type cost one less. I think that you would just choose... uh,
1: Sorcery. It, sorcery. Yeah. I, I, this is another one. You could probably just turn that into a Throwing stone.
0: Cause... Yeah, this one. I still don't think you want to cut your cost reducers. If I was going to cut a cost reducer, it would be to add a ruby medallion. Oh, and, of course, yeah. ruby medallion not in the deck because it's like $40 now. What? The... Yeah. All the medallions spiked fucking huge. And I would probably just like... I'd probably cut, like, one of the activated ability cost reducers because I don't think that that's as important as making your dragon's approaches cost less. Like, if your dragon's approaches cost one and you discard a land and draw three with a Cathartic Reunion and you draw three dragon's approaches because there's 34 of them in the deck, you go red, red, red. Everybody take nine. I'll find a dragon. Man,
1: That's pretty good. It's not too bad. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. let's keep going. It's all right. Let's duplicate some spells. Ooh. Cause there's some cool ass shit in here. I I do love a good old duplicate. This first one I forgot about. Yeah, because you can't do it in commander. And, and so in the, and in this deck, it's so good. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It, it might not be as good as you
0: think. I looked at the rules. Spell Weaver Helix. Spell Weaver Helix. Nobody knows what that card <laughs> does unless they're building a Dragon's Approach deck. Yes, per, uh, I think that that card might spike. If spine Dragon spiked, I think this might. Sure. Okay, so this is another imprint card. When it enters the battlefield, you exile two target sorcery cards from your graveyard.
1: From a single graveyard. Yes. So it could be yours. Probably would be yours. But hypothetically, if you wanted to just waste it. It, it you could, could be graveyard hating. Yeah, you could do some graveyard <laughs> hating with it as well. If
0: somebody else is playing Dragon's Approach. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, whenever a card is played, if it shares a name with one of the exiled cards, you create a copy, and then you may cast that copy without paying its mana cost.
1: Yes, but you make a copy of the other one. So if you play Dragon's Approach, Dragon's Approach, play a Dragon's Approach, you get one Dragon's Approach. That's how that works.
0: Yes, if you exile two spells from a single graveyard
1: with the same name, you only get one copy. So ideally what you'd want here probably mm-hmm. is well, I don't know, would you want Dragon's Approach and a card draw spell on this then? Or do you want to do maximum? I guess get two dragons if you do. Maximum well, you get, Dragon's Approach. Cuz you could go Dragon's Approach, Cathartic Reunion, Dragon's right? Approach. <laughs> so you could you, you, you three the table and draw three cards, which would probably include more Dragon's Approaches, right? Well, you like that. Well, you only have
0: you only have one Cathartic Reunion. So you can't cast a card named Cathartic Reunion because
1: you've already exiled one. But you can cast one that's called, because you get the other one. If you have two cards with different names, if you cast one of them, you get the other one. Ah. So whenever you play Dragon's Approach, you'd get the other one, which could be a Crash Through, a Magmatic Insight, an Overmaster, a Renegade tactics Shit, Overmaster'd be real good, too. You draw a card, and then forevermore, as you're playing your Dra- Dragon's Approaches, they can't get countered. Hey, that's really fucking good. Right? That's so good. weaver Spellweaver Helix, very cool.
0: Now, remember, with these particular cards from Original Mirrodin, and the imprint ones, you create a copy and then you can cast the copy that's how isochron scepter works too yep so things that care about casting care when you do this yep just like isochron scepter things that care about copying care Ugh. when you do this <laughs> so if you have something that has the the new spell spellcraft spellcraft magecraft magecraft, magecraft you're going to get two magecraft triggers cuz you're creating a copy and then you're casting
1: it ooh pew, pew, pew. <laughs> bear, 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 bear. i like that lots Another brand new EDH oh, staple special only index like this, Pyromancer Ascension. All right. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, if it has the same
0: name as a card in your graveyard, you get a counter on it. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> so you're going to get like 30 fucking four counters on your Pyromancer Ascension. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell and if Pyromancer Ascension has two Ascension counters or pyro counters whatever they are quest counters quest counters that's right if it has two or more quest counters on it you copy the spell that you cast ooh yeah so you can cast your dragon's approaches a couple times get some counters on it and then whenever you cast a dragon's approach you actually get two you get dubs dragon dubs approach. yeah now the they they resolve like consecutively but you can't exile the same other four from your graveyard mm-hmm. right and the copy itself doesn't go to a graveyard, so you just have to exile, for like, four.
1: So you, that was, that was going to be my clarification point. Can you, you can exile that copy and then the four from the graveyard, right? Yes, because it, it, it says... Because it says, you exile the one on the stack as it resolves. So instead of that token, for lack of a better term, copy going to your graveyard, it goes to the the, ba- the the shit bin with the other four. Yes. And then your original dragon's approach Hits will go the graveyard. to your graveyard, yes. so thereby powering the next ne- dragon's <laughs> Yeah. I'm yes. into that.
0: We're, we've got another one. Another one that I had to dig for. I would harness the store. I had to harness my magic jank boxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery from your hand, you may cast... Target card with the same name as that spell from your graveyard. Now You still have to pay for it. Don't care. But fuck, that's cool, man. Guess where it goes after you cast it from your graveyard? Back into the graveyard. Yes. (laughs) 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 So you can still use it on your next dragon
1: approaches. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, harness the storm. 35 cents. You know what I like about that card is you could X everything off and just look at the art. I think that would be a cool alt art for Thran Dynamo. That'd be cool. That'd cool, be, yeah. I yeah. think that'd be neat. Uh, that's a gooder. And the last one on the duplication category card I'm really excited to play from Commander 2021, Battle Mages Bracers.
0: Yeah. Equipped creature has haste, equips for two. Whenever an ability of an equipped creature uh, triggers or whatever, you can pay one and you can copy it. Yes. It's a triggered ability though, right?
1: Yes. No. Oh. Yes. Yes. Whenever you activate an ability of the creature.
0: Oh, so it's an activated ability. Yes. Yes. Okay. Leans back into all of our dragons have activated abilities.
1: Also, your plorg. You, yes. You oh can, yeah. You plorg twice for six instead of plorging once for five. Yeah, like that. All right. So now we're 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 duplicating dragons approaches. We're making dragons approaches cost less. We're drawing dragons approaches. Maybe we want to abuse our plorg a little bit, possibly by untapping him. Yeah. So, that, so we can pay fifteen mana a turn to hypothetically Dragon's Approach. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a, I am I know that sounded like I was being sassy. I'm, I actually would love to do that.
0: I love paying 15 mana for stuff, especially stuff that ought not to be worth 15 mana.
1: I love paying $15 for cards that shouldn't be worth that much, like Thornbite Staff.
0: Yeah, what in the ass, hey? Do you know why this costs so much? Because it combos with Kiki Jiki? Yes.
1: Yeah. It combos with Kiki Jiki, it combos with fucking Krenko, it combos yeah.
0: with combos them. with lots of stuff usually yeah. you need like a sack outlet or something though right so you can keep untapping because creature let's just read the yeah. card this is a two drop shaman equipment and when a shaman enters the battlefield you can attach thornbite staff to it for free yeah And need i remind you that mother ass plarg is an orc shaman the other side of plarg
1: not a shaman
0: yet another reason to never play that card Blarg enters the battlefield, you equip your Thornbite staff. An equipped creature has two. Tap. This creature deals one damage to a dark creature or player. And whenever a creature is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, untap this creature. Uh-oh. So it's Goblin Sharpshooter. Yep. Right?
1: Mows down every single 1-1 and continuously untaps. Well, it untaps the other creature that you have that you want to abuse. Because Sharpshooter untaps on its own, but you have the right idea. Yes, 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 yes. So if this was attached to Plarg, you could
0: tap, pay two, deal one damage, and then untap Plarg if it killed a creature. Yeah. Yeah. So why why people pair this with like a sack outlet like Ashnod's Altar is you can tap it, deal a damage, and then like you have a token or something and you sacrifice your own thing and you untap your guy that, that it's attached to and you use the two mana from Ashnod's Altar to do a thing. To, to pay for the Thornbite staff. That's why it combos with, like, uh, Kiki Jiki or Kranko or whatever, because yeah. he gives you all those extra bodies to sacrifice, and you can keep untapping, and you can have infinite damage or infinite goblins. Yeah, so all of those
1: things are amazing.
0: Yeah, and that's how this works, but we're not really doing any of those things in this deck, right?
1: N- Right.
0: (laughs) So we're (laughs) untapping Plarg, or we're untapping a dragon, giving pseudo-vigilance, or
1: drawing an extra card, or getting an extra dragon storm when stuff dies. I think that it's there more for value, because your opponent's stuff is just going to die. It's going to die in combat, it's going to die here or there, you can just... Tap your Plorg, discard a card, draw a card. This is our next this is our our
0: most current example. Like you say, well, cut something, make a combo deck with thrumming stone. Well, cut something else, add in an Ashnod's altar or some kind of token generator. Maybe instead of that Torbrand, you add a a Kranko or a Kiki Jiki, so you can a little bit more effectively combo with your Thornbite staff, thus leading to a little bit more powerful of a deck if you have to increase the power level like we
1: talked about earlier in the show. Or cut the Thornbite Staff and play Thrumming Stone. There it is. There, we got there. Next card, Mage Rites Stone. This
0: is a two-drop artifact. You pay one tap to untap target creature with an activated ability that has a tap in its cost. So,
1: Plarg. Plarg, or some of our dragons, I imagine. Uh, I don't think so. Either it's it's Plarg. It's there for Plarg. It's there for Plarg. Maybe yeah. maybe Zerda. Also, that isn't a picture of a stone, it's a picture of an egg. We have exactly one dragon
0: that has a tap in its activation. We'll get there in a sec. We got one more untapper and boy howdy. Here's a card we've never played. Yeah. And I I like this card. I it's new to me. Here's a it's card a that I don't me. think anybody's ever played yet. If you go to cam, you see this card on Plarg's main page because there's only 10
1: decks for him so this card shows up Ooh, yeah give it a read it's hematite talisman which is an artifact for two and has three untapped target permanent use this ability only when a red spell is successfully cast and only once for each red spell we can only do it once per red spell like once per
0: turn type thing does plarg's ability allow us to ignore timing restrictions on sorcery speed dragons approach no, I don't think so because it says you can cast it. So we can't yeah. untap Plarg and then cast a dragon's approach on everybody's turn. But yeah. we can discard a card and draw a card with Plarg on everybody's turn, provided we have the three mana to untap them with Hematite
1: talisman. Yeah. And 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 if you have a uh what is it, Heartstone, then maybe it only costs two.
0: Yes. Oh, good yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: So Cool include, it's from Ice Age, everybody, just FYI. Yeah. It's, it's a, from Ice Age. It's a neat card. I, I like it. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to play it in decks I'm going to run out and buy a whole bunch of them, but it's cool I'm glad I know about it now. It's the kind of little gem that, that gets
0: opened up when you play a deck like this and it's just like, huh. Never seen it before. Yeah. Neat. And that doesn't happen very often to us anymore because we've been we've been looking build- at decks and building <laughs> so many
1: decks for so long. Yeah, we've been building garbage decks for four years. Ah, that's cool. Right, so so coming across a new gem like that's always fun. Very cool. Now on to the, the drags. The drags. Or the dregs, depending on how you look at it. We're gonna start with Warmonger Hellkite. Oh man, these have the most badass names, hey. They do. So
0: five five. Flyer, dragon, for six. All creatures attack each combat, if able. Okay. Activated ability, one and red. Attacking creatures get plus one, plus oh until end of turn. Attacking creatures. Yes, you can definitely. Like anybody's.
1: Yeah, you can definitely pump your opponent's Forest alpha strike if they're not attacking you. Yes. Just, uh, just to get some surprise damage in there. Steel Hellkite. 5-5 five, five flyer for 6, you pay 2, gets plus 1, plus plus oh, 0.
0: And you can pay X, destroy each non-land permanent with mana value X, whose controller
1: was dealt damage
0: by Steel Hellkite this turn.
1: Remember when that card was, was worth more than 18 cents? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool new art on it. You notice that? That's the old art. No. Yeah? No. Isn't that the old art? It looks like the old art, but it's cool and new. Oh, okay, it looks All just right. like the old art. Yes. <laughs> Continuing on, we have Scourge of Valkys. Yeah, this is a
0: 4-4 flying dragon for 5. When it or another dragon enters the battlefield under your control, it deals X damage to target creature or player where X is the number of dragons you control. And you can... It's got fire breathing. This is the other one that combos like we were talking about. Right. Okay, keep going. I'm a huge fan of Moonveil dragon. Oh, yeah, I love this one. This is a 5-5 five, five flyer for 6. Red... Each creature you control gets plus 1, plus 0 until Aww. end of turn. So that's fire-breathe your whole team. That was
1: one of my first cards that just, I when I saw it, I knew I needed foils. I need it. I needed it in my life. And yep. then I got one, and I'm very pleased with it. Cool. Mana Charge Dragon. All right. 5-5 five, five Flying Trampler for 6. Join forces
0: when Mana Charge Dragon attacks or blocks. Each player starting with you may pay any amount of mana. Mana Charged Dragon gets plus X plus O until end of turn where X is the total amount of mana paid.
1: I don't know. I've,
0: I don't know if anybody ever pays other than us, or other than like somebody who's playing Turgrid who mana charged dragon is attacking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and all the opponents are like, oh yeah, let's kill that fucking dirty bastard. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Here's a
1: fucking good
0: one, Leyline Tyrant. Yeah, this is one of our more expensive dragons. This is a 4-4 flyer for four. You don't lose unspent red mana as steps and phases end. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty good. And when it dies, you may pay any amount of red, like we're going to have any left over after <laughs> casting all our dragons approaches. When you do, it deals that much damage to any target. Neat. Yeah. Laughless dragon queen. Yeah. Whenever a non-token dragon enters a battlefield under your control, you get a 5-5 five, five dragon creature token with flying. 5-5 five, five for 6 Flyer and fire breathes your whole dragon team. Cool. Yeah. Now the next example of how you might want to power this deck up. You add some mana rocks, some big rituals, you dragon storm, right? You dragon approach, dragon approach, dragon approach. Ritual, Ca- ritual, ritual. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> then you cast a dragon storm. So this is this is a different deck we're talking about with rituals and mana rocks, right? Yeah. You get your storm count to four. You get your Lathless, you get your Scourge of Valkis. you get your other thing that when dragons attack they deal damage equal to their toughness or their power or whatever. Yeah, the number of dragons or whatever the hell that card is. You get them all onto the battlefield at the same time with Dragon Storm because that lets you search for a dragon put onto the battlefield with Storm. So you copy it four times. Three times, four times. And you just 40 somebody with like Scourge of Valkys and Lathless and attacking you 40 somebody else. It is both a very high-end powerful EDH play and also I think really makes the deck feel like a dragon's approach deck. Truth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next up Crimson
1: Hellkite.
0: And you gotta get the one from seventh edition and get seventh edition foils or bust.
1: Definitely. Yes. Definitely that, yeah.
0: This is our nine drop six six dragon. Cool. So this is the one we want to get for free. <laughs> <laughs> X tap, it deals X damage to target creature. <laughs> It's not a very good card. Well, <laughs> oh, there's okay. more
1: to that ability. Is there? Finish reading the ability, Ryan. Oh, spend only red mana yeah, this d- way. because <laughs> it's too strong if you could use colorless mana. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. The last one, last card in the deck is Ancient Hellkite. Ancient hellkite This is a 7-drop, 6-6 six, six flying.
0: You can pay red. Deals 1 damage to target creature, defending player controls, and you can activate only if it's attacking. Sure. Sure. So you just get blockers out of the way. Sure. Now, again, you can power this deck up by playing more powerful dragons. Knollspine Spine Dragon just saw 400% increase in price because it's probably the best dragon to find with Dragon's Approach. Yes. You you discard your hand and then draw cards equal to the amount of damage target opponent took this turn. Probably 9 Meh. or more is your opponent's took this turn right no it's just one opponent oh, just target oh okay. yeah just one opponent but if you go like two or three dragons approaches and then attack or sorry attack like take 10 yeah couple dragons approaches draw 15 16 that's pretty good yeah, yeah it's pretty it's good, pretty good yeah. you you mentioned dracuseth of
1: flame of yeah. pain that's just a cool ass dragon card i think lots of people like that one it's like a a 6-6 six, six for 7, and when it attacks, it 4s something, and 3s something else, and then 3s something else. That's just a cool-ass card. I think that that would be a good one as well. Just throw, there's, um, you could play, if you wanted to kind of smooth out the deck a little bit, you could play that new dwarf that has magecraft, where you get a treasure whenever you play Dragon's Approach. Oh, yeah, that guy. So play him, strong. And then you could play the... Uh, Is it Horde Smelter Dragon? It's like a 4-4 with haste that gets bigger for the number of artifacts you control when it attacks. So you're both smoothing out your curve, getting some more mana, getting some ramp, and one of your dragons is now A, hasty, and B, good. I like that. That would be kind of neat. And again, those are both things that you could put in here that wouldn't change the power level of the deck at all. I don't think, anyway. We could play Ryuji, the Falling Star, or the Crimson Star, the... Brutal Star?
0: Uh, yeah, that's someone that deals damage when it dies, right? Yeah, that could be a card you play. Horde Smelter Dragon is a. It, it's. Gets plus X plus O, oh, where X is an artifact you destroyed's mana cost.
1: What's the one I'm thinking of? There's definitely a dragon that does that. Joe will have it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube.
0: Oh, yeah. We're getting good at, like, giving Joe less description <laughs> and still having him find cards.
1: He's a. I think it's a 4 4. It flies it obviously cause it's a dragon and it does something for the number of artifacts you control I, and you can do it a bunch of that ability it's like a fire breathing where you pay an amount of mana then it gets bigger equal to the number of artifacts you control and you can do that a bunch of times nice. so it just gets fucking huge somebody's screaming oh yes their... yes 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 and the picture's like he's
0: flying and he's double to yeah, blue lasers on i somebody. have that card i played it and i played it in
1: rorik's blade wing
0: somebody's screaming because we just played that card like two weeks ago
1: yeah like everybody knows what card we're talking about except us because Plus x equals the number of artifacts you play that that dwarf guy yeah 100 yeah, that's that'd be cool
0: in this deck and again it would give you that that mana now we're going to talk some strengths and weaknesses really quick okay Tune up or tune down. This deck, Dragon's Approach, gives us that ability. Yes. That's a versatility is always a strength. Versatility and power level in particular. Yep. And it could be as easy as mana rock swaps,
1: powerful dragons, or jank dragons. Yep. Could All be. of which you probably have in your collection right now.
0: Yeah. A new way to take advantage of of a bone that we were thrown. Right? Just just a yep. cool thing. You like you like the seven dwarves, you like rat decks, yep. I like partitioner decks, things that let us cheat and break the rules. It's always fun. Oh,
1: yeah. I love cheating. It, it always feels like you're getting away with something, right? Yeah. And that's always cool.
0: Yeah. Now, Torbrand Brand, Damage, Dragons, lots of
1: hurt. Hell, yeah. Lots of hurt. Bring the pain. That feels good. Like, hey, I'm going to make some stuff. Everybody take eight. And everybody goes, whoa! Yeah. And it's,
0: that's always a good feeling. Very much so. Now, Dragons approaches are about like 250 right now, which is an expensive common. But the whole deck as it stands is 166 bucks and if those dragons approaches go down we're gonna see a mega affordable way to to play a deck when rat colonies and and relentless rats remember relentless rats and um, shadowborn apostles never yeah. another example are like three bucks or four bucks yeah right so this being a common we might see them go down
1: a little bit we have to right but they might go back up you never know with dragons approach also I think that this is important. Yes, there's Elder Dragons in Stonkhaven, but there's also dragons in virtually every other magic set. Ooh, yep. So this is a card that we could see more of in the future getting re- we probably won't cuz Watsy, but there is a chance that we could see this card pop up again with even the same art. Hey, you know the uh, you know the the
0: age old argument is like it's it's okay to proxy if you own the card. <laughs> Can you buy one Dragon's Approach and then just print like 34 other ones? <laughs>
1: is that still okay? This is a $2.50 common. common.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's move over to the weaknesses. Okay. And, and $2.50 common that you need 30 of. Is one of them. Yeah, let's let's make that price go down. So nobody, yeah. nobody buy them yet. Just let me get mine first. <laughs> okay. Real weakness soap. Meddling Mage, Runed Halo, Lavinia of the Tenth—these yeah. are real cards. Yes, they, these are cards, cards exist, that,
1: and they're cards that people play.
0: I play Runed Halo in my Enchantress
1: deck. I play Runed Halo in—I forget which deck, but what, I think I played in like two decks. Yeah, I definitely because it play. shuts
0: off somebody's commander if they're trying to kill you. Correct. Yeah, now it shuts off Dragon's Approach. Yes. This seems weird to say in a red deck, oh, but baby. you're weak to graveyard hate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And not because you're so reliant on Underwear Breach. It's because you're reliant on that graveyard. Having five dragons
0: approaches in your graveyard. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now, again, just to reiterate, 30
0: of the same card that's expensive. That was the last note I had for weaknesses.
1: I think we'd actually go back. I just thought of this as a strength of the deck. is We're talking about using dragons approaches in the graveyard to get dragons and all the stuff. With Torbran or maybe some other damage doubling thing i don't know maybe a fiery emancipation you could just win with fucking dragons approaches yes if you have a fiery emancipation you're paying three to do nine eight twenty seven total damage twenty seven total damage that's a good rate because you're nining all of your opponents that's pretty
0: good so you could do
1: something like that here as well
0: the the what do you call it the juxtaposition of that the, maybe the counter-argument is how much do you want it to feel like a burn deck versus a dragon deck? Are you or at, are or you like at? you, if you have four mono-red decks that are all burn decks, because that's what they fucking are. Just two of them.
1: <laughs> I'm, two I of know, them. I'm just bugging you. But how
0: how much do you want it to just feel like a burn deck right? versus having a unique spice of dragons or like combo cards
1: or whatever in there right so now you're asking me so obviously the answer is fucking yes yes <laughs> i just want to win with dragons approaches cut out the middleman Cut dragon out the middle dragonless man. dragon approach
0: <gasps> oh you just <laughs> slayed me <laughs> and i already bought my null spine dragon i'm gonna sell it i'm gonna sell it and make dogecoin amounts of money <laughs> oh man Gold dang good idea now speaking of budget speaking of budget thornbite staff 10 bucks Battle Mage Bracer, pre-order prices notwithstanding, $9.50 almost, 9 it's, bucks. It's in the
1: deck. Buy the deck. It's in the pre-con you get. Yeah, that pre-con is probably the, it's got lots of value, lots of cards that you're probably going to be able to play, and if you're not going to play them, you can trade them, so just buy that one. Well, there you go. And Semblance
0: Anvil, coincidentally the card that you said to cut is another card, six fifty. dollars if you cut those 3, the deck would be 140 bucks, which is relatively cheap, keeping in mind that 85 of those dollars are dragons approaches right now. Yeah. I expect you see that card go below 2 bucks. Not I, that we're a finance
1: podcast. No, but. but when it comes to something like that, I, that's be it, it's based on scarcity because everybody needs a fucking hundred of them, right? Yeah. That's why they're And cost it's brand new and everybody's like super hard for it right now, it's right? It's just the new hotness. Yeah. But that'll go down. Once people start cracking collector boosters and draft boosters for that
0: yep. matter, like yep. once
1: that stuff starts happening, you're going to see the price dip for a little while. But I think this is one of those cards just like uh, the the demon finding guy. The apostles. And possibly even persistent petitioners. They, they are you,
0: lower. Yeah, they were they, about two or three when they came out. Just like Rat Colony yeah. from Dominaria was about two bucks.
1: Now it's less. You gotta you gotta jump on the train because once the set kind of goes out, especially now where sets are going out way faster than they used to, you might want to jump on the train a little bit. Once the prices goes down, maybe maybe start hunting, start no. digging through those boxes if you can.
0: Get this. You you said dragonless dragons approach. Shit yeah. And I legitimately want to build that deck, but this is how on the train for dragons approach I am. Okay and fusion has one but it's chinese and i wanted an english one uh oh i almost went single dragon dragon's approach with zodiac dragon <laughs> almost i almost did it zodiac <laughs> dragon for those who know or don't know portal 3 kingdoms rare the most expensive card in the set at 303 us dollars oh. on tcg or 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 scryfall it's a eight eight dragon for red red seven. Oh. So an eight eight for nine. When it's put into your graveyard from the battlefield, you can return it to your hand. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost went in on it, and I think I still might. <laughs> if I if I see an English one pop up on Fusion, you know how I just traded in like three hundred dollars worth of that, cards for that, credit.
1: That's where it's going.
0: That might be where it goes. CCO Fusion five promo code to get. Uh, 5% off my $300 shitty dragon zodiac <laughs> dragon. Final th- thing. Is it the spice calculator? Oh baby. Oh man, okay. Oh baby. Let's okay. Let's do it. Now, you know that it takes into account popularity or or how many lists there are on Cam. It does. 10
1: lists for our old plargy. <laughs> that puts him we're not even going to count because th- he's second from the bottom of the Boros <laughs> oh, category, man. right above our boy Bruce Tarl Boorish Herder. By himself. Right, by himself, and right below the partner pairing of Jessica Thrice Reborn and Arden Intrepid Archaeologist.
0: Yeah, he's umpteenth between those two d- pieces of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I think I did count. I have 42. He's the 42nd most popular Boros combination. That's... That's, um,
1: that's amazing.
0: That's second from the bottom. Okay, so average CMC, 3.17. Those, those dragons' approaches at 3 really bring down those dragons <laughs> at 9. <laughs> Pretty good. We got one tutor that we can't currently cast until the mana base is retooled. We also have 101 cards in the deck, so we can just cut that tutor. Cut that fucking tutor. Okay, now. Uniqueness rating. This is cards different than the average Plarg deck. Now, remember, I said that this deck is influencing greatly Plarg decks on EDHrec.com because there's only 10 decks to draw from. Right. So we do actually have a uniqueness rating that's only 45, but that doesn't count all of the Dragon's Approaches that are the same because Dragon's Approach is in the standard Plarg deck. Yeah. But when you scroll down the EDHrec page, you don't see, like, Thirty dragons approaches. You just see one. <laughs> yes. Right. So if we don't count dragons' approach, punch it all into the spice calculator. You get a sixty-three point two. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you take those dragons' approaches into account, the number of matches that is. Uh oh. Spice calculator jump, jumps down to twenty-eight point two. No, don't, don't, don't. But I don't think that we count them. I think because it it's it's a unique take or the the low-power level take of
1: what could be a pretty fast burn deck combo deck. If it was me, I would average them. Because part of the the spice calculation, the spice rating is, are you going to get that unique gameplay experience each and every time? Not just, is this a spicy deck? Because yes, it's a spicy deck, but for you playing it, the the experience you're going to have, because you have 34 of the same card in it, mm. your experience... Will probably not vary that much. In that the deck is going to be, I'll play dragons' approach. I'll uh. play dragons' approach. I'll play dragons' approach. While the other three people at the table who have never seen the deck play are like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Oh no, you got Torbran now. Take five. So you got to kind of look at it on on both ends of the spectrum. Which are you, are you looking to impress people with how spicy your deck list is? Only foil dragons' approaches. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Dude. What do you think this is? Have you met me? Did you not listen to me at the beginning of the show when I was talking about foiling out my mono red everything? <laughs> That's why I'm not playing Dragon's Approach, Ryan. I can't afford it's it. Six dollars right now each. <laughs> I can't afford it.
0: You know what? I I do like that. You know, you know, we've coined the term on the show drinking deck. Yeah. And a drinking deck for the new members of CCO Nation is a deck that you play when you're laying one out. Yeah. Right? When you're drinking and playing. Yeah. And a drinking deck usually is a deck that is low-powered and
1: easy to pilot. A yeah. to B to C type pilot, yeah, right? This, this is a very difficult deck to make a critical play mistake, I would argue.
0: Yes, unless you're playing, like, the Storm, Bergy Storm or combo th- version.
1: This deck that's on the oh, screen oh. in front of us today, as it is built... You're not going to make many mistakes. Which is good, I think. I love that. I really
0: enjoy And, and you that. know what else? You know what else? That leads itself not only to being a good drinking deck, but also a good deck for maybe a younger player, yeah. right? Not only are you eliminating complexity by playing 34 of the same card, you're playing cards that younger players typically graduate to, or, or sorry, um, gravitate to yeah. in big spooky scary splashy dragons hell yeah right you get the you get the 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 kind of the prestige of having a double-sided commander which is something unique that a younger player might like sure right and you do have a good mix of old cards and new cards and when i see a younger player like at a magic fest one time i was playing against a kid one time he's like eight or ten and he was playing some old cards that were printed before he was born. And I co- I told him, like, that's pretty cool that, like, you you found those cards or took the time to research to find those cards that are, like, older than you are. It's yeah. like It's like when you see, like, a classic car driving down the road and it's, like, a young guy driving it. And that young guy's, like, into cars and, like, built this old car, kind of maybe with his dad or whatever, but it's his car. Yeah. Versus, like, all of the gray-haired guys that you see driving, like, Old muscle cars that you're just like, oh, yeah, old guy. That they bought
1: brand new in 1964.
0: No, that they bought now because they're retired and have lots of money. Oh, yeah. Right? Versus, (laughs) like, seeing a kid drive one, you know? I
1: suppose, yeah.
0: So, all in all, cool deck. Like, my Dragon's Approach deck is going to be totally different, a little bit more powerful, but still a good drinking deck because the complexity is less than normal Commander decks. Dig it. Yeah, I'll put my list up when it's ready. Look forward to it. Yeah, we probably won't tech it on the show because it's, like... Half the same as this, but thirty-four <laughs> percent the same as this. <laughs> oh man! Hey, oh, we forgot card of the week.
1: Card, card of, the of the week. week. week, week, week,
0: week, week, week that's week, week, what I meant. Week, week,
1: w- what's it going to be? Overmaster? No, nah, it can't be Overmaster. I was going to say Zodiac Dragon. <laughs> if you got an English one, let me know. No, you, it can't be Zodiac Dragon. What about Hematite Talisman? I, uh, why not? Why not Dragon's Approach? <laughs> I like hematite talisman.
0: We'll do dual card of the week. Cards, cards of the week. Cards of the week. All thirty-five of them. Thirty-four dragons approaches and one hematite, hematite talisman. talisman. Yep, there we yep, go. Yep. And you can you can get your cards of the week at fusiongamingonline.com. CCO fusion five promo code get you five percent off your dragons approach approach eye. Yeah, yeah, that's you, how I'd say it. You can get them now and save a bunch of money. You can get them when they're a little bit cheaper and save a bunch of money. Either way, if you're gonna buy them, go to Fusion. They have them in stock. I've bought some already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for them to come after the pre-orders are all released. But uh, I'm thinking about buying a box now because
1: they are at common, and so you'll get you'll probably get a number of dragons approaches equal to the number of skewer, skewer the, critics the critics that, that I, I got. oh my god yes 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 the, ch- the fucking odyssey that was hey yep, that was something else oh my god <laughs> card <laughs> of the week skewer the critics
0: <laughs> skewer the critics you can get those at fusion as well i just traded a play set in
1: i <laughs> got like 40 cents that's pretty good for a common
0: no 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 like 40 cents for the playset. it's pretty good for a common
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're buying them there it is well final that's, thought of the day that's the deck i like it it's casual It's a burn deck, it's a stompy deck, it has room to move down and up, depending on which direction you want to go, and you can even splash another color in if you are wanting to do so. And that's always fun, as options are the spice of life, because options are just variety with a different word? Yeah! Title, term? Sure. It's a synonym, sort of in this particular instance. The point is the deck is cool. It costs very little. You probably have most of the cards already, and the things that you don't, you're going to have something to put in in its place because that's just how the deck works.
0: Like a Zodiac Dragon.
1: Like a Zodiac Dragon. If it's in English, you should definitely get it, Ryan, so that you can get a I could I could yeah, get I could use my Fusion Store credit, get the
0: Chinese one, and if you want to trade Chinese for English, I'm down.
1: A better deal you'll not find. Apart from the fact, I think that English cards
0: from that. From P3K are worth more. Well, <laughs> <Yeah, absolutely worth
1: laughs> <more. laughs> Anyways. Well, hey, man, if somebody's actually going to play that piece of shit, maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's worth it to trade can it in we, for a Chinese Can one. we play Zodiac Tribal? There's 12 of those suckers. Well, I mean, yes. We obviously could. We could just play a bunch of crabs and.
0: We, like, so we could be ZCO, Zodiac Cookout?
1: Oh, God, that deck is already awful.
0: There's 12 of them. Dog, dragon, goat, horse, monkey, reprinted in 8th edition. Weird. Okay. Ox, pig, rabbit, rat, rooster, snake, and tiger. That's yeah, the Chinese Zodiac, man. That's Yes. Yeah, it's, it's what it is. How many of those creatures have been errated to have different creature types that aren't their name anymore? All of them? Ah, that's a good trivia question. Or none of them, because rabbit is still rabbit. Monkey is ape now.
1: No, it's monkey. What the fuck? They ratted it back? (laughs) (laughs) We're falling too deep down the rabbit hole. Ryan. And the monkey hole. Don't Google that. Don't Google that. But speaking of holes... Thank you for having us in yours, either your ear holes or your eye holes or whatever other hole through which you intake the show each and every week. Thank you very much for to our business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com for helping us keep the lights on so that people can take the show into their holes. And we are going to be back next week with another super exciting adventure on Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!